You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget right here on Moody Radio 89.3. Crystal Ward is a Bible teacher, a speaker, a podcast host, and founder of Grace to Grow. That's also the title of a new devotional she's praying will help you resist anxious thoughts and remember God's abundant grace. Crystal, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Eric and Bridget. Thanks so much for having me on today. Yeah, here's the the secret that most authors don't want people to know. They write books because they struggle with certain things. Is that the case here? Why'd you write this book? Oh my goodness, you are so right. Um, Actually, I don't mind if anybody knows it. In fact, more people than I would like probably knew it at the time. Um, No, I I, uh, have had a lifelong struggle with fear that I really didn't know existed. And through some issues in my life, um, the Lord really uncovered these struggles with fear and helped me to overcome them so that, well, because he loves me, but also because he helped me to overcome them, then I can share them with you guys. And you are open that some of those struggles included a baby boy. What, what was happening to him that revealed your struggle with fear? Oh, my goodness, guys. This is one of the, the, the toughest things that has ever happened in my life. And, and honestly, I didn't, I didn't really talk about it for a long time because it was, um, it was so tough. So, um, you know, my name is Crystal Ward. I, I, I'm just a little bit about me. I run a ministry called Grace to Grow. And um, my husband, BJ, and I have three kids. We are also, um, all, I, while I run my own ministry, we're also staff pastors at our local church here. And um, with our youngest son, his name is Evan, when he was only four months old, he had a reaction to some medication that caused him to have conservatively over 70 seizures in 30 days. Mm. And yeah, it was just, it was, it was a month of just having seizures all day long. And as his mom, I I thought that I was going to lose my mind. It, it was, um, you know, a, a large part of me being a pastor wanted to have it all together and just know what to do and to respond with great faith. But it was one of those just clinging on to Jesus like a life preserver times. And, and we, and we all go through those and that is okay. And the Lord held my hand during that, during that whole time. And I am so excited to say now Evan is seven years old. He is an obnoxious, annoying little boy, like all (laughs) little seven-year-old boys are supposed to be and tormenting his sisters and, um, and uh, but but really that incident uncovered the fear that was happening under the surface so that the Lord, not that I not that the Lord caused this issue to happen, but so that the Lord could help me to resolve it in my life. And, you know, there's still days where I visit those moments, but the Lord has given me some tools to share. You know, we were at the mall yesterday. I was there with my daughters, and my nine-year-old daughter held my hand mostly through the mall. You mentioned that your Heavenly Father held your hand. Mm. I didn't go up to a random person, though, and hold their hand. That would have been completely inappropriate, and I might have been arrested, right? (laughs) So what is it about that relationship with your Heavenly Father that you can say, like my daughter can say, that we went through the mall and held hands together? You can say that your Heavenly Father held your hand. What What makes that occur? How does that happen? Yeah, you know, I think as his children, we're often unaware of his closeness. And 
um, maybe maybe revisit with me for just a minute mm-hmm. in the book of Genesis when God created Adam, right? He formed him out of the dirt of the ground. And then scripture says that he breathed the breath of life into Adam. So in order to do that, the Lord would have had to have come close to the dirt, right? And then breathe his own breath into him. And the Lord is close like that to us every single day, but I think we're often unaware of that. And we get to enjoy, just like a daddy, right? Scripture calls in Romans 8, Scripture calls the Lord Abba, which means daddy in Greek. And he's just as close as a breath. And then as we learn to connect in a relationship with him, he breathes that same breath of life into us. So no matter whether we are on mountaintop experiences and everything is great and, you know, um, all is going well, or we are in valley experiences, whether we're in tragedy and trials or whatever that may be, every time we draw close to God, that same breath of life comes into us and he refreshes our soul. Hmm. We're talking with Crystal Ward today, author of Grace to Grow. You talk about the power of praise. Now, obviously, praise is something we do to glorify Him, but you also talk about its benefits for us. What are those benefits? Thank you so much for asking that. It it actually kind of relates back to that story with Evan. Oftentimes, we link those two words together, right? Praise and worship. But they're, they're very different components. Praise is when we are glorifying and celebrating the Lord. Worship is when we are drawing near to the Lord and we're lavishing love on Him. And we go in between the two of those, you know, from one to another, back and forth quite often. But the difference with praise is when we are celebrating the Lord and His goodness. Psalm 119 says that He is good and that He only does good. So no matter what is happening in our lives, the Lord is always good. And so we always have reason to celebrate him. When we do that, we are magnifying his goodness. It's like we're taking our eyes off of whatever circumstance is around us, and we're putting our eyes back on the eternal goodness of Jesus. And he becomes greater and bigger in our minds, and all of these peripheral issues, no matter how big they may be, this was a massive issue in my life, they get smaller and they get in perspective of a great God. So when she told me to do that, out of just sheer obedience is not what I wanted to do. The last thing that I wanted to do in that moment, I just turned on what I like to call the praisinest. I don't think that's a word, but it can be (laughs) the praisinest music I could find. And I mean, I'm talking just the most excited, um, just celebrating Jesus music. And I turned it on. And what I noticed, it took me a minute to adjust. But as I began just to lift up Jesus in our home, the atmosphere shifted. And scripture talks about, I believe it's Isaiah 61, but it says to put on the garments of praise in exchange for the spirit of heaviness. And understand that um, I think that we need to understand that that praise is not something that just happens. It's something that we put on and something that we will ourselves to do sometimes. But it shifts the atmosphere and it shifts our perspective. Okay, you talked about the greatness of God, but 
his his goodness is perfect. Mine, not so much, right? So my I, I might have this feeling that I can praise him, but I don't deserve that praise, right? I, I'm I'm unworthy of that affection that he has for me, the grace that he has for me. And again, you're talking about your son, but it might be because of what I have done in my life, the things that I have done wrong that caused these issues. So there's not there's not a place for me almost in all this, it seems like. Hmm. I think that we, I think that we as believers all deal with that at times, that feeling of, of unworthiness. And to be honest, we have an enemy that wants to amplify those thoughts in our, in our lives. He often attacks our identity and our worth. And, you know, here's the thing that I would love for us to know is that those feelings of a lack of worth are actually unscriptural because our worth is not established in our own validity, so to speak. It's based on the price that Jesus paid for our lives. Somebody's worth and somebody's value is actually dictated by, or we'll say, let's say this, an item. An item's worth and an item's value is dictated by the price someone is willing to pay for it, right? And so the price that was exchanged for our life was Jesus's perfect life. So when the Lord sees us, he sees the sacrifice that Jesus made. And that's why Hebrews 4, uh, I believe it's verse 16, says that we can boldly come before the throne of grace. And so I encourage myself, ourselves, anyone who's listening, always boldly enter into relationship with your father because Jesus paid for it. And it's not meant, it's not uh, set by your value. It's set by his value. And it's something that we get to enjoy because he paid for it. Mm. Well, lastly, Crystal, you know, as we hearing your conversation, it's so encouraging this morning, but for someone who is battling anxiety right now, self-doubt, feelings of unworthiness, kind of like what we were talking about, what's just one thing they can do to kind of walk into the light and out of that darkness today? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, for anyone that's really struggling today, I, 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 my mind goes back to Peter walking on water, right? And there are times where we feel like we're walking on water, but then Peter started to see all the stuff that was going on around him. And it says that he started to sink. And, he, and, and sometimes life feels like that too, right? We feel like I am going under, I am sinking. And for anyone struggling today, I just encourage you, do like what Peter did. He reached out and he said, Jesus, he said, Lord, save me. And he grabbed on to Jesus, which is exactly what I had to do in those moments with Evan. And I just encourage you, call out to the Lord today. Say, Lord, save me. That word save in Greek, it means to, it means to save, but it means to deliver, to protect, and to heal. And trust the Lord to show up in your life. I believe that Jesus in that moment reached out, he latched onto Peter, he pulled him close, and he helped him to walk on the water with him. And and I believe that the Lord will do the same for you. He is right there with you where you are, ready to grab onto your hand and to hold you close today. Well, the resource is Grace to Grow, 40 Devotions to Release Anxiety and Dive into Purpose. And uh, Crystal Ward, we thank you for helping us, encouraging us as we all, you know, one way or another, we all battle with this. So thank you for your encouragement today. 
Thank you so much for having me on, guys.